Hello, my sister, mom, friends. Welcome back to the show. Are you an empty nester or soon to be empty nester? Are you feeling a bit lost and questioning what your purpose is now that your kids have grown? You've spent the better part of two decades with your primary purpose being motherhood. So now what? Who are you outside of motherhood? In today's episode, I will be answering that question and giving you three steps to rediscovering your purpose. Oh, and P.S. If you are still a mom of littles, tweens, or teens, there are some golden nuggets in here for you too. I wish I would have really heard a message like this when my kids were younger. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want more time to spend with your family and better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I spent decades pouring myself into my work, constantly trying to meet expectations and be accessible 24-7. I had no time or energy left for myself or my family. I finally found the solution for all of my struggles. I started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King. In this podcast, you will hear practical, faith-led solutions to help you in life and leadership through faith work, self-care, and practical leadership strategies. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazer, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Okay. I know there are probably those among us that, while raising kids, especially teenagers, thought, I cannot wait until these kids leave the house so I have some peace and time to myself. God bless you, sister. I'm sorry to say I cannot relate, but you are probably coping much better with empty nesting than I did. I think I grieved for a solid year after my daughter, my oldest, left for college. So much of my identity and sense of purpose was tied to being a mom. But when I looked at how much of my time was spent while raising the kids, it was actually spent working. Here I was, suddenly without an opportunity to undo that. I was regretful and almost resentful that I'd spent so much of their childhood focused on work. Because who I am at my core is a mom. That is the title that's meant the most, more than anything to me. And now what? What is my purpose when my kids don't need me as much? I certainly hadn't given adequate time and attention to my marriage. We were too busy working and raising kids. And unfortunately, God took a back seat far too often as well. Thankfully, God is full of grace and mercy. He granted me time to cry and mourn and feel my feelings as an early empty nester. He allowed me to feel lost 
but he patiently waited and invited me back into relationship. I've shared in previous episodes that I am a slow-to-surrender sort of person, so I take many walks through the wilderness. But finally, I started to search. I started to seek his presence and his purpose. I'm going to share three steps that I've taken to rediscover what my true purpose is and has always been. The first step I took, and you need to take, is to seek to understand how God sees you and what he says your purpose is. Before you can feel it and understand it, you have to actually read and hear the words directly from his word. So what does God's word say about who we are and what our purpose is? Well, in episode three, I shared one of the key passages to tell us who we are and why we are here. Colossians chapter one, verse 16 says, for by him, all things were created. All things were created by him and for him. So truly, every single person on this planet has the same purpose. We were created to glorify God. What we do specifically to glorify Him looks different for different people and in different seasons of our life. That speaks a little bit more to our calling, and our calling can change a bit with time and circumstance. But regardless of our specific calling or our life circumstances, our one and only purpose in every aspect of our lives is to bring glory to God and to grow the kingdom. We are to be witnesses to the hope we have in Christ so that others may be saved and join in that eternal hope. To be completely honest, however, in times of struggle, and specifically in the midst of the loneliness I felt as my children grew to need me less and less, before I could commit to living in that purpose every day, I first had to understand my identity outside of being a mom. I had to truly discover and gain a heart knowledge of my identity in Christ. That brings me to the second step in rediscovering your purpose. Just hearing and seeing the words once or twice does not necessarily mean we feel deep within what they mean. So how do we get there? Well, wouldn't you know, the Bible tells us how to do that. Joshua 1.8 says, Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So, the words of truth that come alive in that verse for me is to meditate on it. We need to meditate on God's word. We need to immerse ourselves in it and meditate on its meaning and its application to our lives. Beyond knowing my purpose, I needed to immerse myself in the word to discover my value as a child of God. What does that even mean to someone who has spent most of her life 
attaching value to what others think of me, to achievement, and to outward expressions of success. What else does God's word say about me? Psalm 139, verse 13 through 14 says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. God's works are wonderful. So how dare we question our value as a unique creation of His? We are eternally valuable to Him. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. God has prepared us in advance with unique giftings to fulfill His purpose. To God, we are significant and we are irreplaceable. God's word says that we are loved. Ephesians 3.19 says, And to know this love surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I don't know if any of you have been watching the Chosen series. If not, I'm telling you, it is a must-see. It is such a beautifully written picture of the gospel of Jesus' life leading up to the cross. Well, there's one scene that comes from the story captured in Luke chapter 8, in which a woman who has been bleeding for 12 years, and by Jewish law was seen as unclean and treated as unclean, she had heard of Jesus' healings, and she had such faith that he was indeed the Messiah, and that she was healed just by touching his garment. Jesus felt the power leave him, and he wanted to know who had touched him. When she finally identified herself, he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. He didn't see her as unclean and unwanted. He called her daughter. When we believe and accept Jesus as our Savior, we become daughters of the King. We are loved as daughters. Think about the depth of love you have for your sons and your daughters. The love we have as daughters of God surpasses our human knowledge and understanding of love. Feel that, sister. Take it all in and feel it. Once you really start to feel what Jesus said, what God's word says to us, then you can move on to step three in rediscovering and living on your purpose. This is where the meat of it is, my friend. You live and walk in that heart knowledge of who you are in Christ. You must walk every day in the knowledge that you are unconditionally loved and accepted. You are put here with unique gifts to do your one purpose of glorifying God. Your purpose isn't gone now that your kids are grown. Your purpose has never changed. But your calling is changing. There was a season when your calling was in large part to raise babies, 
to raise them up knowing the love of Jesus and preparing them to go out into the world to live their purpose, helping them to see the unique gifts God has given them, gifts that will allow them to identify their unique calling. Mamas who are start, still raising littles, if you are kind enough to have listened to this whole episode, I implore you to start these steps now so that you don't feel lost as your babies grow and so that you focus on helping them to grow in a heart knowledge of who they are in Christ. I raised my kids going to church and doing what I thought was my best to expose them to the message of the gospel. But there is so much more I would have done sooner to be a better witness to them. I wasn't walking every day consistently with a heart knowledge of what I am learning and sharing with you now. To be honest, I still struggle to feel it and walk it. But one thing is different. I know what it is to feel it and walk it, and I desperately seek it. I no longer read the word because I should do it. I read it and seek to understand it because I need to do it. You're not going to get through all of these three steps in a day or a week. And you will need to repeat this over and over in your life. So just start where you are. If you are still in a place where you are empty and lonely and lost, and you don't even have a desire to see or hear what God has for you, just start with a little peace. As they say, fake it till you make it. Start with a small daily devotional and maybe a scripture or two that goes with it. Take the action step of reading the words. Pray for the Lord to bring those words to life and teach you what you need to see and hear in them. Start with seeing and hearing the words. Then immerse yourself in them and start learning and feeling what they mean. And finally, start walking in the knowledge of who you are in Christ. The more I do this, the less empty my nest feels and the more hope I feel for what is to come. I'm hopeful and excited to see how God intends for me to live out my purpose here. I want this hope for you too, my friend. Trust me, and more importantly, trust God to reveal himself to you. That's what I have for you today, my friends. May your week be filled with gratitude and grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free community the Grace-Filled Leader Facebook group. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. Now to Him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20 Until next time, God bless you, friend.